Thanks for tuning in to Season 2 of Manifesting Mari, a podcast where we unravel what manifestation is and you can tap into your infinite powers to create the life that you've always wanted. Hello, um, my uh, beautiful 3D compatrons in this uh, ever-flowing simulation of time and space. <laughs> this is Mari <laughs> on Manifesting Mari. And um, today, <laughs> we were supposed to manifest gratitude. That was my intention for the day. That's what everything was leading up to for today. Um, I, I had a few workshops. I was like, yeah, gratitude. Let's talk about how, you know, in order to manifest what you want in your life, it isn't just about picturing the thing. Because it isn't really the things that we want. We do want things. But it's not really that. It's what we think those things will make us feel like. So we really want the feelings. So we think about being grateful, being joyful, being happy. And I was going to do a whole podcast about being grateful and living in gratitude and trying my best to let that that light that I feel whenever I feel grateful to... to relay that energy <laughs> and hopefully that energy just gets caught in these airwaves and you can feel how grateful it is like whenever I say thank you to you as a listener oh, I really mean it from the bottom of my heart I am so grateful that you are taking your time out of today to listen to me talk about who knows Nobody knows, <laughs> not even you, but you still listen, and I love it, and thank you. So that's what I was going to talk about today, and then I received a phone call, and um, I know I was like, I'll leave the crying for last season, but you know what, this is just something that happened to me right now, and um. I don't know, I guess I just really need to talk about it. <laughs> so next week we'll dive deeper into the whole feeling thing in order to get the, the things that we want in this world. Awesome. But today I'm going to talk about this phone call that I had. Um, so, if you've been listening, uh, or if you know me, you know my father passed away due to heart failure, heart attack, whatever you want to call it, um, last December. And it was really hard for us, um, especially dealing with his family because, and in hindsight, what I really see is because I feel like there's this lack of boundaries that exists. I in I don't know if it's in Filipino culture. I don't know if it's in immigrant culture. I don't know. But I know specifically with my family, and I see it in my mom's family sometimes too, that there's just like 
incredible lack of boundaries. And um, when my father passed away, me, my brother, and my mom really needed our own boundaries. Um, And we were willing to be open and flexible with them in order to include the people we love during our difficult moments. But there were some members of my dad's family who were unable to create, um, to observe the boundaries that we put up. And also at the same time were creating their own weird arbitrary boundaries, which I didn't understand either, but I respected. Um, I don't know, long story short, um, I wanted to talk to one of my aunts and I was told by one of another family member that I couldn't talk to this aunt. So I was like, I was just like, hey, well, just give me that number. Like this part, it was my cousin. My cousin was talking as a middleman and I was like, hey, like, cuz just like, give me that number. And they're like, she was like, oh, um. They, they don't want her talking to anyone because of her high blood pressure, this and that, da-da-da-da-da. And I'm just like, okay, fine. But then you're going to accept this boundary that I'm giving you, too. <laughs> like, no. <laughs> like, you know, um, it was just weird. It was just really weird, and I was like, this is the last thing I need when I'm grieving my father's death. Um, so yeah, so we reached out as much as we could. I We didn't have direct contact with this aunt. I didn't have her number. I didn't know if any of my family members had her number. Um, and then I reached out to the cousin who told me not to contact her, which is fine, Um, about my dad's memorial in June. And um, none of that family showed up, even though they live in and around Carteret for like 40 minutes away, Um, which is fine. Like, I don't expect anyone to prioritize this situation. Like, here's an invitation. If you want to come, come. If you don't, don't. And my aunt is older, so her not showing up, it wasn't surprising because I understand, like, it's a higher risk. She's an older woman, so she's not really my aunt aunt. She's like my dad's aunt. Like, she's my dad's mom's sibling question mark something like that so it was just like yeah I'm that's I get why she didn't show up but like there are younger family members who could have came but whatever it's not like I'm salty about it but I kind of am but whatever um but yeah so um my I I received a call today it was a uh what's it called a number that I didn't recognize I was like fuck it I'll answer and it was my aunt which honestly I was so happy to hear from her because I didn't know how to contact her I don't even think I have her on Facebook or anything like I don't fucking know um I'm also dealing with my own shit like I'm sorry I can't worry about you individual person my bad um you know I'm really happy I talked to her and you know, she was just helping relay information from the Philippines, and I was like, I'm already contacting the Philippines, so that's fine, but it's nice to hear from you, this and that. 
Um, and then she just started talking about, like, the days leading up to my father's death. And I was like, okay, now I have a decision to make. I know this is something she wants to talk about because she feels that it's important, either for her to say or for me to hear. But this isn't something I want to hear right now. I don't want to listen about how you heard my father had COVID and you talked to him on the phone and he was ready to die. I don't want to hear that. I don't want to hear that because I've been hearing that from my father for years before his death. My dad always, you know, at first he was joking about it where it's like, haha, guess I'll just die. And I was like, no, dad, shut up, you know? And then it just got exceedingly more serious as his relationship with my mom was falling apart and the reality of his choices as a human being was really hitting us as a family and the world was changing, you know? And his his will to live basically went away. And it sucks and it's hard because it's just as a daughter, you don't know what to fucking do. And no matter what, you like, you can't force someone to take therapy. All you can do is give love to them. And unfortunately, I had to create a distance with my dad because I just like, if you're just going to be miserable, I just can't be around you just choosing misery whenever I try my best to help you get out of it. And also, it's not my job to get you out of it. Like, I'm your child still. Like, I'm your daughter. Like, I'm not your therapist. And it's hard because, like I said, in, in I don't know why. Was it just my family? Is this a Filipino thing? Is this a brown people thing? Is this an immigrant people thing? I don't know. But there's this, like, you have kids so they can take care of you. Yes, of course. I would love to take care of my parents, and I do, but I can only... I'm not here to take care of your relationship issues. I'm not here to take care... I'm not really here to take care of anything. No, I'm not here for anything. You have a kid because you wanted to have a kid in order for this kid to live their own human experience. Like... I'm sorry. Like, honestly, in the in the path of healing, of course, I'm so grateful for the life that I have. But the expectations that were put on me since before I was a, a human, that I'm here because I have to love a certain person, I don't or not have to take care of somebody. Like, no. I'm sorry. I want to take care of my parents because I love them. And sometimes you have kids and they don't even love you. Like, I'm so lucky that I love my parents. No matter what, regardless of the shit we've been through together, I used to love them. So it was, like, hard for me to, like... My dad was in the sea he was in and I had to cope the way I had to. And that's still something that's part of my own grieving process where I'm not even at the point where I'm grieving my dad's death. I'm grieving his life. 
Like, there were so, you know, it's like you look, there were so many choices where things could have just been different. I don't know if it would have prevented his heart attack, but it just would have been different, you know? And I could go on about the if, ands, or buts, right? But the end of it is that he's dead. That's it, right? So, as I'm trying to get through that, and understand that from my own perspective, and, you know, I pick days where, okay, I'm in this mental space to deal with this, I'm in the emotional space to deal with it, let me, let me grieve today. There are some times where I just sit in front of my dad's ashes and I just sob. Why? Because I can, and it's okay. You know, if you've lost someone, and you miss, close your door. Give yourself five minutes and just cry. It sucks, but man, at the end of it, you feel so good. Because all that pent-up energy just needs to go out. And all that grief is just love that doesn't have a place to go. So you cry to let it out. You cry to let it go. Go ahead. Like You could think you're giving it to your lost loved one. You know, when I talk to my... I still think I talk to my dad. When I cry and I miss him, I'm still talking to him. That's the way I feel. <clears throat> so I, I, I take time out of my life to grieve. You know, I think, you know, people... Uh, you know, people see this... This Instagram version where it's like, I'm very blessed for all the blessings that have been happening in my life recently, but I I don't often, or I try not to, right? This was last season. <laughs> I, I don't, I don't, I try my best not to just be like, I'm the sad girl whose dad died. Because that's not, that's just a, a, a part of me that exists. And sometimes I need to tap into that energy in order to let it out. And 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 letting that out and having an outlet for that um really allows me to to let it go and and focus on other things. So so I can I can cope and I can internalize what's happening, you know? There's so much happening in my life like I can't hold shit back anymore. I need to express it. I need to express it in healthy ways. And sobbing by myself in my room is one, I guess, creating podcasts while I cry is another. So, um, I had to deal with that, you know, my dad's general mental health, where, to be honest, I felt responsible. Why? Because... That's why my dad had me, in order to make him happy, and I couldn't make him happy, so I guess I was a failure as a child, is is the narrative that comes up, right? I guess I wasn't a good daughter, because I had to create my own boundaries with my father, whatever. So, um, so my aunt is telling me all these things about how she was talking to him before, and she said, your voice sounds different, she's like, I know the voice of somebody who's going to die because I'm a nurse, da-da-da-da-da. You, I'm sorry. I was not expecting this conversation, ma'am. This was not it for me today. I don't know what part of my higher self signed up for it. 
<laughs> and I understand. Like I said, I understand that she's going through her own grieving. She lost my father, who she saw grow up. Like, I don't know. I think she's like, I don't know how many years older than my dad. Maybe t- let's call it 20, right? She's probably 80 something now. No. Yeah. Yeah, she's like 80-something now. Late 80s? And my dad was 68. So they're probably like 20 years apart or something. Like, she saw him grow up. I can only imagine that kind of like, ugh. Like, when I think about people who lose, like, losing a child, it's just, that's something so hard. You know? This is someone who helped raise my dad. From the Philippines to here, when we moved to New Jersey and we needed a place to stay while our house or our home was still getting set up, we stayed with our aunt. We stayed with her. And I'll always be grateful for the love and kindness she's always shared with our family, right? So as she's talking about all these things that I don't want to hear about my dad right now, I'm like, okay... I have a choice to let her speak, let her get her whatever she needs out, and just just sit here and just let her do whatever she wants, say whatever. Or I can stop this because it's hurting me and I don't want to be doing this right now. And here's the thing. There is a version of me that once existed that would have just sat there and ate that shit. I would have just been like, bite your tongue, let her say what she wants, she's an elder, this and that. That is not what this version of me chose to do. This version of me chose to exercise my right to put up whatever boundaries I need at whatever time I call for. So, I just, I made it very clear to her, as nicely as I could, that Yeah, my dad was ready to die for a very long time. And I don't thank you for sharing your experience with that. But I don't, I'm not really, I'm not in this, I'm not in this space to talk about this right now. Like, I don't even know what I said. I was just like, I need to nip this in the butt as nicely as possible, you know? So, in hindsight, I'm, I'm proud of myself for not just sitting there. Thinking about what I said, I can't even remember what I said at this point. I don't know if I should have said that my dad was ready to die. That was probably hard to say to her. But, like, that's also the real of it, so I don't know. <laughs> like, you know... My dad was a great man, but um, he was a complicated human being. And the things that we experienced as a family before his loss was a very trying time for people who tried their best to keep their shit together. So, 
maybe another day after a few therapy sessions I could sit down with my aunt and really have a a conversation that I feel like she needs to have with one of us maybe but also it's it's like good to know that I don't have to I don't owe anyone anything I only owe it to myself to be as loving and as kind to myself as possible and I also try my best to just be as loving and as kind to other people as possible but when it comes to other people versus me I come first call that selfish uh, ever since I made that choice to put myself first Life has become easier, life has become better, and I've had healthier boundaries. Because I understand what I'm worth, I understand what I deserve to take, I understand what I deserve to receive, and I understand what I deserve not to receive. Being able to give myself permission to create healthy boundaries in my life allows me to become more present, allows me to be less anxious, has just had so many benefits. And um, I hope one day I can have this talk with my aunt. And I, 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 I know she was really just trying to um, grieve in her own way or try to help me with my own grieving I don't know I understand that where she was coming from came out of some kind of version of love it's just sometimes you give people love and they don't want it and I did not want that kind of love at that moment and it's okay for putting up boundaries Especially if you're in that family where it's like, you have to tell us everything. You have to be in everything. And everyone is everything. And you have to, like, no. No, not everyone works like that. And they might work like that, but not with their families. And that's okay. What message did we get out of manifestation here, guys? What the hell? I just end up crying. Thanks for listening. Uh, thanks for listening. I really listen. No, you listen. You fucking listen to me. I really appreciate. If you're still listening right now, I really appreciate you. My, is there something? I wish there was something I could do to just be like, I'm going to reach out and like give you a high five or a hug. I was just like, let me, you know what? I should just find a way to monetize this in the right way so I could just... I want to give back monetarily, but do I have to? Like, I don't know. In my eyes, like, gift giving is a sign of love simply because that that's, like, what's my dad's love language. So, like, that's part of my understanding of what love is. Um, what else? I don't know. Thanks for listening, guys. I really appreciate this. I, I'm very grateful. Whenever I look at my app and it says, you've had three listeners, I go, I'm the luckiest person in the world. 
Thank you. Please reach out. Let's talk. I'm doing clarity readings. I'm doing energy readings. I'm doing all the readings. Um, all the things. What else? I don't know. Okay, I'm gonna go. I need to fucking shower and be a human. Thank you. I love you. And, uh... Next episode, we're talking about being grateful. I promise. Like, that's what's happening. Gratefulness next week. Got it. See you then. Love you. Bye. Thanks for listening to another episode of Manifesting Mari. For more tips and tricks on manifestation, give me a follow on IG at Manifesting Mari. And if you have any questions, comments, or concerns about manifesting, shoot me a DM or email me at manifestingmari at gmail.com. See you next time.